Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um kind of horror genre thriller or action movie or kids movie or you know different kinds of things and it was always more I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson who you know had been in and out of institutions from the time he was you know a kid um, and uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed uh, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. 
So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Do you guys like hilarious comedy podcasts? You guys are in for a doozy. From Hollywood, California, Meltdown Comics in the Meltdown Nerd Melt, Melty Melt Showroom Melt. Harmontown is now in session. Your game master, as always, is Spencer Christian. And the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you. Hey, Chris, Chris, can we finish that conversation? It feels important. Should I go like this? Oh, okay. And I don't want to be an asshole, but why not put the mic there? It's only it's only for my edification. I, yeah, this is the, the for the cameras as we continue to 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 ruin the audio podcast by with our with our horrible cameras and our need you know you know uh, video killed the radio star. Video podcasting is killing. Like, you used to just tune in for the soothing sound of my lullaby voice. Just focus on the resonating chamber of my Velociraptor skull. Um, the, uh, uh, anyways, so well, God, the Earth is changing underneath our feet, Jeff. The, the imagine uh, tell, telling your 25 year old self, say, "Hey, I'm Jeff Davis. It's the year 2015. I'm sending you a message from the future. The Supreme Court has just determined that everyone in the whole country, marriage is just marriage. It's all it is. Just." And and Canada did it ten years before, but that's not the point. It's not. Oh the point. yeah, well no, we're we're America. We're first in war, twenty-first in marriage rights. 
fit it just beneath Ireland. Uh, but also, the, oh yeah, also, so you wouldn't even know what a podcast was then, but you're, you're sending a message saying, the President of the United States is going to be a guest on Mark Maron's podcast. He's going to say the N-word. And, and he's going to sing Amazing Grace at a funeral. That was fucking, that was rad. That was great. I, I just, just heard about that. He can sing too? Oh, I mean, I pretty good for a president, but I, I feel like with some classes, he could really pull it out. <laughs> I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard. I wouldn't say it's good enough. But he was doing an acapella. Yeah. He was doing it in a key. What I love is the organist, I think, at the uh, on the choir, finds him and misses just by like a half note. And and, and Obama finds it. Like they like they, they all like they, they, they he the, the the organist puts it in a key, and then they they all start singing along. But uh, there was that moment when he started singing, and everyone's like, "Stand up! The fucking president is singing." <laughs> we are gonna miss this guy so much. This is the the lame duck Obama is the the fucking FDR of the of the 21st century. He's like amazing. He's he's just like, by the way, here's how I really feel, and we're like, oh yeah, that's why I voted for you like a long time and he ago. Had a, he had a very good week, and he and not just he, but lots of people, and. Uh, and he didn't spike a lot of footballs and do a lot of end zone dancing. He uh, he, he just kept it. He's very classy. He's very charming. I think that's why. I mean, but think about this guy. So okay, so so this this N word thing. Like like, have we, have we been clear on this? Like 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 the the do we, do we understand that like 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 this 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 notion of like uh, he of all people. Like like these the, the, these thoughts that start with he of all people that that's the same thing as like that that's do we understand that politically and strategically like Obama is less allowed to talk about race than any pre-existing president that he has been targeted by more racism that that his Twitter account can't say hey sign up for healthcare without I I, I always click on it because I'm always fascinated it's always the N word is always somewhere in there literally just the N word just like someone just someone just wants to remind him just just wants to tell him you know like, like it, and and like like for like he, like people that like want him to speak out and make everything right at every time in this in this changing age when you know everything where we're finding out about these racially hot things like the president of the United States is that is that supposed to necessarily like come down to every city and make a big speech and raise a big stink about everything that's going wrong? I mean, the, 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 let alone the first black president of the United States, the, every time that guy speaks up about anything racial, people just fucking jump. And so he's been strategic and he's been practical and now he doesn't have to be. And, uh, and he goes into Mark Maron's garage and, and, and fucking lays it down. Uh, and rounding out the triumvirate of, of holy shit, the, the dream is coming true. The LAPD is now killing middle-aged white men. Um, no, that's also horrible. Uh, <laughs> I hope his family isn't a fan. Um, I'm sorry. Is, is there something in the news today that I, I don't know about? No, not. No, we, we talked it's about it last news. week. Oh. I mean, it's 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 old news, but it's also like, what the fuck is going on? They took these cops that, that shot that guy. I'm I'm gonna lay my cards on the table. Let's just go to the race racist place. Like, let me be a white racist. Let me, please, let me. 
so, so that we don't have to worry about that anymore. Like, is, is Dan being racist? Is he being insensitive? Let me be insensitive and racist so that we can like cut straight through to what's really disturbing about a white uh, 48-year-old guy holding a towel, getting gunned down by cops who, according to their training, are supposed to shoot you if you hold a towel up. <laughs> Why aren't towels illegal? <laughs> Why aren't cops illegal? This is, this is getting extreme. And if it takes a white guy to make white people go, oh, okay, deal breaker. It's, it's, it's not because we think that the black people deserve it. It's because secretly white liberals are going, um, I think that the racist part of white liberals is the part of us that goes vigilante about about race relations, that's what white people do. We, we, we're like, I, ugh, I'm racist. I'm, we're born racist, as, as you know. I, I, that's, the one, that's the one racist thing I'll accept. White people are born racist. The, the racist part of us like, goes, like when we hear about these cop, the cop brutality stuff, we, you know that part of us is going like, yeah, but that's got to be a hard job. <laughs> dressed like Hitler youth like walking around a bunch of black people that's gotta be tough you know that we think that you know that we think that and the, and and, 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 and then we go, and then we go naughty white guy, naughty white cop, naughty. Just because it's hard, you have to, you have to control yourself. And I, I like, 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 and then, and then the fucking like 48 year old white jogger with the towel gets shot, and you're like, wait a minute, how is my brain functioning? This is like, 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 this is, this is all like, like, what the fuck? This is insane. The system is, we, we, I don't know what to do about it, but you can't, if you can't hold a towel and you can't be, and, and you can't all, be a white guy, all sympathies, <laughs> I'm not going to let you push my buttons and I'm not, I know that I'm that, making that's, sense. That, that's where you're pointing with this though, right? I guess, I guess you can skim that fucking hot button shit off the top of what I'm saying, but what I'm really trying to do, I, I, th I, I think you could take a deep ladle full of that. I said at the top of this conversation, I said, let's be racist. Let's go to the but racist You said place. let me be racist, not yeah. let's all be racist. A fine distinction. Uh, let, let me be racist. Uh, let me be racist. Yes, I said that. Let me be racist and say... Like, why is that the deal breaker? And why the fuck, more importantly, if, because if we were giving a pass, were we giving a pass to cops in areas where white people felt like maybe, maybe we felt like it was a demilitarized zone or we felt like, oh, you know, I'm liberal politically, but hey, I can't imagine doing that job. That must be real hard. By the way, sanitation workers get killed more often than cops. Like, like it's I I, I don't I don't deny they, they just did a study. Like, how many how many fucking how dangerous is this fucking job? What get, is sanitation? People, people murder them, or they get they, they, they fall. Oh, over. Let's not worry about sanitation workers. The point is that wait no wait are, are, are people picking them off with guns from their rooftop, or do they get crushed by? A get out of my garbage. It's being mistaken for raccoons is like the highest cause of death in the United States, other than experimental aircraft. I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking out that, of my that, ass. That, that's why I built a, a cedar wood enclosure for my trash in front of my. <laughs> 
And now, and now I approve of that. Now that I'm seeing the danger of causes. That was, that's Donnie Deep Cut is giving you the, the high clap. He loves... Anyways, I... Like, wait, 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 I'm glad. Like, come on, where was I? I was being racist. <laughs> if now can we go like, okay, so if you're a squad car and you're stuck in broad daylight traffic on Los Feliz Boulevard, where there's six yogurt shops within a mile radius, and a 48-year-old white jogger with a towel in his hands can also provoke the same response like like is it i mean can we definitely like call it quits and if we use that as the deal breaker can we just reveal that we've all been racist and that maybe that's why this whole fucking problem exists in the first place that was my only point because i and i'm i'm i'm, you, I'm so, willing to lay it are, there. Are, you, are you saying that you the deal for you wasn't broken yet that you still kind of consider oh that, that's a bad neighborhood full of black people like no. i can i can see that as well, being a a byproduct of that of that job in that part of town. I think the de the the deal was broken a long time ago. I think that I think that as I've always said, like race is an artificial construct, and the thing that we're connect is like like the the, the it's the it, it's the idea that people that have phenotypical characteristics all live on one block. That's where things become like what we're identifying as race issues are class issues and cultural issues and stuff. And so I think that within that maelstrom, yes, I will say to you, yes. Well, I, have also, always, I have always thought in the back of my head, always in the back of my head, I have always thought, boy, that, that, that can't be a good gig. But is it also, does it have to be uh, a race thing? Like, or can it just be a class thing? Because like, we live in a neighborhood where that, where that shooting took place. The rent is very high there. Is, is, it, is it possible that for you, because it's so close to where you actually live and you're... Yeah, safer. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. So it's not a race thing; it's a class thing. I'm saying there's there is no such thing as a race thing if we were to actually talk about genetics. There's no such thing as a race thing. Yes. Like 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 stri the striation that we call racial, like that's not we know artificial. When I when I I've said a thousand times on this stage, race is an artificial construct. Dan, what do you mean by that? What I mean is that it's a man-made construct. Like the things that we delineate as racial are forced. Like they are. If you lived in a world, if you grew up in a high school where all of the red-headed people sat at one lunch table, if there were as much attention paid to freckles or, or the weird like continuum of skin shades that exist within what we consider African-American skin tones and Middle Eastern skin tones and white skin tones, like everybody's skin has a different color to it. Yes, there's genetic, there's, there's like these characteristics and things, but compared to the things that actually make a difference, it's an artificial construct, it's man-made. So it's not, when we're talking about racial things, and racial hot buttons, when we're talking about the actual existence of a black community, we don't actually mean a bunch of people who are united by genetics alone. That gets us into all kinds of trouble. That's a, that's because that's, that's, like, that's, that's, that's really, really a huge sleight of hand. We're talking about class, and we're talking about the fact that there's been these like forced impositions we should have all been fucking each other a long time ago. We should all, and I'm not saying that this is a necessity, but 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 statistically speaking, if there hadn't been ever any been xenophobia when anyone landed on the coast of anything, if there have, had never been any imposition of any artificially asserted construct, we would all just look like Holly Berry and Tiger Woods by now. We would, and, and, and Benjamin Bratt and whatever. We'd all, and none of us would give a fuck. 
And it's okay that it's okay that that world hasn't happened yet. We can still exist in that world because some people have long necks and some people have big noses and some we people have weird toes and some people have shovel teeth and some people have, like, 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 and and then some people go are so dis desperate for identity that they fucking carve up their own face. Like, so Jesus Christ, we don't have to be in such a hurry to all fuck each other. But like, you know, some people have tattoos and some people are in wheelchairs and some people are some people eat wood. Termites. Termites. <laughs> Those are termites. We don't have to. We don't have to include them. Race is an artificial construct. Is my point. Would you? Oh, thanks, guys. That's been our show. Good night. Thanks for coming, everybody. Drive safely. Would you? Would you, would you fuck a termite, Dan? If you could. What do you think? What, what do you think a, a human termite baby? Like, what would be the, the the upside to a human termite uh, crossbreeding? Well, definitely the ability to digest wood. <laughs> I, I, I imagine all insects are totally jealous of termites, don't you? They eat wood. Like, imagine flies are like, fuck you! They're on top of a turd, and they're like, hey, enjoy your log cabin, Thoreau! The worst. The termites have got to... How do they even do that? It's probably, it must be at the expense of something. Termites must like have be terrible golfers or <sighs> dumb. By the way, we're recording my comedy album tonight, so thank you for thank you for laughing at my termite run. Uh, what would the downside be for a, that, a, a, of a human hi, uh, termite hybrid? Uh, probably uh, no cardiovascular system. Uh, <laughs> of uh, no brain, like <laughs> just being a collection of neurons that, that make a thing go like this. Spencer, if you could, uh, if you could crossbreed humans with any animal or insect from, from across the animal kingdom, uh, who do you, what do you think would, would, would be the most advantageous? Oh, definitely an iguana. <laughs> think about how useful an iguana is. Now think about applying that skill set to the mental capacity of a human. You'd get humans that could lie on sticks or perhaps let, flat him, rocks. Okay. let him talk. Let him finish. Let, let him, him finish. Let him finish. They'd even probably be able to eat mealworms. I don't know. I, really... I love that he left out changing color. Iguanas, Dan. I thought about saying chameleons didn't go there. Oh, iguanas. I'm sorry. Hey, look who's race blind. <laughs> Fuck you, people. I hooked you in by saying I'm racist. How does it feel on the lowest road compared to me, where even iguanas and chameleons... <laughs> Lizards famous for their color are indistinguishable to me. Uh, fuck you all. The FBI is waiting at each exit. You're all going on a racism list. Because I, I'm, the, I'm the decoy. I'm the guy, that, whatever they call him, like um, in those uh, kitty porn... Uh... Protégé. Protégé? No. <laughs> Another callback. Another callback. 
in the movie what was that there was a movie what was the movie with the oh, god damn it the, uh, oh honey pot is that it yeah it's like this is sad this is a sad thing to get clear uh, uh, the, the, the kid the kid that they use to like lure in other kids you should ask deep cut Donnie whatever his name deep was cut, <laughs> deep cut deep cut here's honey pot yeah honey pot yeah okay <laughs> I mean, none of us feel better like, oh god, okay, now I know I got all my pedophile terms down it's like, if, uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad I came out here tonight could have been at the BET Awards but I, I'm a pedophile expert uh, one more thing the confederate flag thing I'm going to say one thing about it and then we're done we're going to meet some people we're going to have some fun yes, scrutinize the flag get it down you know why? it's a fucking flag how less racist do you think the United States flag is? All right, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Like, like I just fucking get bummed out. Like, 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 like are you kidding me? Like, oh, really? The, because it's the logo for Dukes of Hazard. It's like, it makes such an easy target. It's like, it's like, yeah, they lost. And they're like, they should not be flying that over any Capitol building. It's fucking, it's been like tolerated in fucking sedition. All, all flags are bummers. Though. Yeah, they're fucking flags. Like, it's like, flags. Just, just like, like, yeah, fucking let's be. Also, we fold it weird. That's a stupid way to fold anything. <laughs> we fold it weird. We fold it weird. A and triangle? Because of weird rules about it. A fucking triangle? That's a stupid, stupid... Every single flag on this entire planet is, is, is by its very nature the whole reason to have a flag is to like... Fold it in a square or rectangle. <laughs> we'll get to... But saying this, the idea of taking a piece of fabric and saying this is a symbol or waving it the whole that's how all dehumanization begins yeah. so yeah have them they're fine they're great scrutinize some of them hey that one's the loser's flag let's take it down didn't they lose a long time ago we should probably put that in a museum instead of over our government building it's kind of weird that we keep letting them do that yeah, if, you, if you put a flag up over a southern city's capital building that said Jeff Davis rules, people would show up at your door. Well, first off, they'd be right. Second, um, my, my name, you know, Jeff Davis, Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy. Oh, boy. No, every, every week somebody sends me a tweet of, of them being in the South and a, and a, a bumper sticker or a sticker on a lamppost that says, don't blame me, I voted for Jeff Davis across the, uh, the Confederate Jack. Uh, like, like, there's loads of good old racist Jeff Davis, my name across Confederate flags. We thought you were going to tell the uh, Teen Wolf story again. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding, I'm doing it. I did, I did, I, deep, I, deep Cut Tony knows what I'm talking about. I, I, no, Deep Cut Tony fucking gas-faced I, me. I, I did tell the story about me, about my name about profiting me in the South, right? Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. that's what I thought you were doing. That's oh, okay, why I no. said, oh boy. All I didn't right. want you to go on that, 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 that record track. No. I'll fucking talk about Teen Wolf, though, man. <laughs> Don't do either. Let's, let's freshen things up with a long-awaited guest, somebody who should have been here a long time ago, partly because it's basically, well, I mean, not basically, literally, she's the reason why the podcast exists, because years ago at The Roost, uh, she, was just, she was just very, like, she wasn't assertive about it. She was just sort of clear about it. Said like, "You should have a podcast. You should do a podcast." And I was like, "Oh, maybe, yeah, the, yeah, maybe I should." Um, uh, her benefits extend beyond that. Uh, <laughs> a, a, a lot of you already love her from the indoor kids and all kinds of stuff. And she's got a, she's got a book that's coming out that we'll plug. But let's let's get to talking to her. Emily Gordon's here. Yeah! <laughs> 
Hello, Emily. Hello. Emily Vance Gordon. Vance, that's you, got right. co- you got a cool middle name. I hate that middle name. Why? It's I, it's my it's it was supposed to be my first name if I was going to be a boy, and uh, I wasn't. Uh, so because I don't think anybody would have sex with someone named Vance, so I'm quite I'm quite happy about that. But middle name status, I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah. Emily Vance. So they, they love the name so much they couldn't let it go, even <laughs> though you were a woman. It must be in here somewhere. I'm lucky I didn't get one of those four name people. You know the four name people? It's not good. What? I have kind of an equally charming story. My parents didn't expect a third child, so they made up a name and. Just, Dan? Did just, they make up Dan? Yeah. <laughs> you guys, the creator of Dan. They just grabbed it, and rolled me under a porch. Uh, so I want to start with the. I want to start with like one of the most. Like, like, I just the. Ex- I think this kind of exemplifies you in in my mind, my relationship with you, your role in my cosmos. Um, I'm constantly retweeting you things that you just retweet. Um, it's not like you're out there like aggressively asserting yourself, but you like 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 Graham Linehan, who we had on the show. Oh, he's he, so great on Twitter. Yeah, and, his, and particularly through the things he retweets, it's like kind of I just by looking at his retweets, I feel like a smarter person <laughs> and I also feel like a much dumber person um, but your your stuff the stuff that you retweet is like the emotional equivalent of that the the, the, what, the most exemplary one uh, was you you simply retweeted a Tumblr no was this something that you wrote or was this something no it's that, something that somebody else wrote that I just saw and retumbled and therefore retweeted it was uh, God I hate myself <laughs> Just having to say that sentence out loud, I'm yeah, not fond yeah. of myself. We, we, we all died a little bit. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It was simply a <laughs> list of ways to compliment people. Uh, I don't want to get this wrong. List of ways to compliment people without involving their physical appearance. Their appearance. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was it. Th- nice, nice things you can say to people other than how they look. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was like, I, I was uh, I, like, my, my brain like fl- flipped over because it's like this is something I should have realized a long time ago. It's like it's beyond gender politics. It's yeah. beyond, but it certainly afflicts. Probably, if I were to guess, probably afflicts uh, uh, the female self esteem a little more than uh, the half of the species is allowed to look like this. Uh, and, <laughs> Uh, what, but, were, what were a couple that you remember, or anything? Uh, you know what? Fuck it. No, I didn't even read it. Uh, the, <laughs> no, but it, based on the title alone, yeah, you were but, like, "Yes, this but speaks show, to me." Just, it resonates. That, but, 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 but that's the well. That's an important thing. So this, the piece is a. Think about this. This is a piece that made my mind flop. Um, 180 degrees about some some part of my brain just like reshuffled completely and there was no outrage there was no lynching there was no anger there was no shaming even yeah. even even comedically and like all this all this comedy people like that's you know that's how we express our progress as we you know, bitch about things. Yeah, <laughs> your husband's the best at it. Oh, he's so good. You he's guys. fucking great. <laughs> he's like Lancelot. He's out there like slashing. He complains on a like, constant basis. Um, <laughs> and that's that's what we do. That's as progressive as as comedy and comedy writers get. Is like like is you know we we kind of like like we stab and we poke at the things that we don't like. But this was a thing that was like, hey, the like here's a list of things you could say to somebody. That you like, that you that that have nothing to do with their physical appearance, and there was no victimization, there was no yeah. nothing. I would name a couple of them, things that you could say. <laughs> I, re- I I don't remember a goddamn one, and I, I don't have to. Enjoy the way your voice sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you love hearing that from 
somebody, you guys. Uh, I think it was stuff like, I like how your voice sounds. I enjoy uh, the work that you did on that thing. Like, just very kind of random things. But I enjoy spending time with you. I enjoy spending time I, with like, you. Like, yeah. you make me feel better about myself. Just like a uh, genuine, like, vulnerable expression of, like, this is something you do that I like. Like, that's kind of a rarity. You don't really have a lot of You scare me less than other people. <laughs> you, you make me feel like dancing. I'm, I'm going to dance the night away. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to dance with somebody with somebody who loves me, obviously. I, I'm, I'm your private dancer. <laughs> dancer for money? A dancer for money. Oh, will you do what I want you to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, da- don't, don't make it about yourself. Make it about her. <laughs> These are our dance hall days. Uh, You're just scrambling now. Everybody yeah. Wang Chun tonight? Everybody Wang Chun? Uh, uh, I just feel like, uh, I feel like a lot of times the stuff I see in Tumblr specifically, if you spend any time on it, it's just people full of hate and rage, like college rage, which is a very specific rage. And I was like, when you get in, when you're telling, this is fucked up when this happens and this should be happening instead, then all people want to talk about is this is what's fucked up. And they're like, well, that's not fucked up. You don't understand. You weren't there. You don't know. Let me explain it to you, little lady. So I'm like, I would rather just skip to the second part, which is putting out good stuff and being like, well, then just take this. What is the goal? What is the the end game that we want? (laughs) We want to be happy, supposedly, right? We want to be satisfied. Supposedly, when you're like, when you're charging at a guy on Twitter and you're like, fucking like, lancing him. Yeah. In theory, like, like in plain sight theory, (laughs) the theory we all accept, which, I don't know, is it true? Is that you, behind all of that force is revolution and, and the name of the revolution is can't we all just get along? Now, <laughs> is it though? I don't if, even know. Yeah, if your flag is can't we all just get along? That's a fucked up flag too. Why under that flag are you slitting people's throats? No matter how racist they are, no matter how much, how, how, like, like when are we going to get to this revolution where we are, where we go? Like, Let's start. It's more boring, but let's start setting the example. <laughs> it's so much more boring. Um, it's fucking terrible, really. And it's 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 really hard to think of a positive way to incite yeah. subversive thought. But I, 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 another another. I mean, and I, I've, I've referenced it numerous times on this podcast. I think you retweeted it. Was the the blog entry, their article that was uh, admitted your fave is problematic. Was yes, that? that was a great one. I thought there was such a gracious invitation within there. It was like such a beacon of light within a generation that I am so like shaking my cane at all the time. But it was like, oh, this is the this is the thing that I'm looking for is the idea that can we can we acknowledge that humanity is so flawed that, yes. with, that if we are going to clean up this porch that it is going to involve touching dirt so and if we dirt. all go ick every time we touch dirt and point at it and scream dirt 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 we're going to be able to fucking clean children on a dirty porch yeah. shrieking at each other it's it's we we don't ever get to have <laughs> works we don't ever get to have conversations about anything because it's too when you start if you even start people are like well here's why what you said is problematic and then it there's no conversations that are going to move anyone anywhere because it's all like, well, how fast can I shut you down? How quickly can I shut you down and then shame you? And then we don't get to move in any direction how, from there. How much of the shame and the uh, like hate or like you know trolling do you get that's simply because you're a woman? 
It's actually, and I'm, me saying this is going to make it happen more. Uh, <laughs> so be aware gauntlet of that. Thrown. The gauntlet is thrown. I actually don't, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad for me. Uh, I And it also makes me mad when people are like, you're one of the good ones. Like one of the good feminists. And I'm like. Oh, the, the, the Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, we well now I want to be one of the bad ones, you fucking asshole. Uh, don't ever tell me I'm one of the good ones because you'll see me become the bad one. Uh, but yeah. I, is I, that I, because I, that you project yourself? Like you, like you, you seem to have a pretty sane approach to how you do stuff. I try to and when I talk about like sex or something like I always get I'll like say something about giving a blowjob or something uh, and people will be like that's so cool that you talk about that and you're feminist. I'm like yeah feminists give all of the blowjobs. give all of them. We love it. It's so great. How much do you have when you have a man's genitals in your fucking mouth? That is power. You definitely, you definitely, you. Thank you. Good night. You do not want a blowjob from a non-feminist. Really. It's the worst. It's probably all teeth. All, all teeth. right. No, the um, but but related to that, like, there's another anecdotal thing. But I also like we're we're coming so close to bridge, which I think is beautiful, is bridging this from societal stuff and digital stuff to couple stuff because your your original wheelhouse is you actually you're you're an you're an expatriate from the weren't you a couples therapist? Oh, yeah, I was a couples and family therapist. And you uh, fled. <laughs> I ran fast. <laughs> Which makes you more trustworthy as a therapist than, than anybody who stayed. But. It's true. I, I was a therapist for, I practiced for almost, about six and a half, almost seven years. And um, I really loved it, but I chose to work with really tough populations. And really tough populations will burn you the fuck out. So I was like... I tried to take a job working with people who were just like, I feel stressed out. And I was like, fuck you. You have no idea how good you have it. And then I was like, oh, I got to get out of here. This is my, my fault now. What, so do, you, I fled. what do you mean when you say tough population? I worked, um, my first job was with kids who had been removed from their home and their next step was going to be to put in training school, which is like bye-bye until you're 18. And then my next job was with only suicidal people. My next job was with 270 people with schizophrenia who were living in a house uh, or a hotel. That's how Freddy Krueger got born. <laughs> I know, right? The bastard child of a thousand a maniacs. Thousand, a thousand maniacs. Yeah. I That's how sperm works, right? We all we all learned in, in, in Dream Warriors. <laughs> By the way, in the <laughs> that sperm is like a slushy. <laughs> Like if, if, if a thousand crazy people rape one nun, I it makes Freddy Krueger with I, their combined sperm. I like that's it, irresponsible. It's like a gay couple where they're like, we don't want to know which one it really was. We yeah. just want it to be all of our kids together. Um, and some of them's like, he's got my eyes though. I think it's mine. I'm a, <laughs> he has my he has my proclivity for for knife fingering. Yeah, he's got my all my burnt flesh. The um, I want to I kind of want to. Like part of me really wants because I because I think I mean if so many people are listening that could benefit because you what you just said earlier was that uh, you actually don't you actually have a easier time and and I think it's not an incorrect assumption that that has something to do with with inside you that you you know how to handle things better um, so uh. therefore I'm curious that for all of us out there who are living on Twitter living in social media comment sections getting into these tangles that jack up our nervous system and mm -hmm. all of a sudden we're just like like 
I mean, what do you do in these very typical situations that maybe some of us aren't doing? Okay, that's a good question. I would say, and I'm not always great at it, if you catch me on a weird day, I'll fucking yell at you for no reason and then apologize later. <laughs> and that's the thing I've learned. One is that what I don't want to have to do is apologize to someone who is a little shitty to me when I blow up later and then I'm like, you're right, I'm sorry, I, I said something shitty. I don't want to have to apologize to you, fuck off. So I, that's my first line of defense. Second line of defense is going, what do I really want out of this? Like genuinely, what is the ideal outcome of this situation for me? And is there any chance in fucking hell that I'm going to get it? And if there's just not, then I just choose not to engage. Like there's no, there's no point to me. Like if what I want is I want you to stop being racist and sexist and understand how I feel about things. I'm not gonna do that over Twitter. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. And why would you want that for some <laughs> right? dude? Like, like, I, what a kind of weird that's, that's uh, dead weird man thing. walking relationship yeah. is that? Where you're just gonna be Susan Sarandon to one guy on Twitter? You're the one. I've decided. <laughs> I will change you. Yeah. And for so many, I think women too. We take on project dudes to date. And so taking on project dudes on Twitter, I feel like is like a weird extension of that, of like taking on like, I will make you better. I, I will be the special one that will understand you and make you. It's not my job. It could be. I think we're all afflicted to that by it though, like, because we all want to, I think, so what I'm hearing and combining it with the tools I'm acquiring in therapy right now. In I, just therapy. the fact that you said what I'm hearing is good stuff. Good reframe. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Um, good by the way, you look fantastic tonight. Ah, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Emily, is, is Kumail a project dude? <laughs> of course. Anyway, of what course are you saying? <laughs> no. Oh, I shouldn't have answered for you. It just seems no, so obvious. No, he's not. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, thank God he's not here tonight. Or no, really. he's not backstage staring at me right now. Uh, no, not at all. He, he was one of the first guys I dated that did not need me to function. And so that was why he was terrifying, but also why I fell in love with him. Would I just to just to linger, not to beat this dead horse, but just because I do think that people listening could like benefit from this because we're it's, we're interacting all the time just in these little digital bursts. Um, would you say that then like one of the differences between your uh, type of interaction with trolls, let's mm-hmm. call them, like do you primarily do you do a lot of just blocking, ignoring? I do some blocking, yeah. I, I try to think like what do I want? And if what I want is to make this guy feel shame or bad, then I'm like, I need to find another way to make I there are other ways to affect someone's emotions that don't involve because some days you just want to make other people feel bad. You feel bad, you want to fucking spread it around, but just be honest with your own intentions. Right. Like, uh, you were like, no, 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 I want to educate him about fifth wave feminism. No, you don't. You want to fucking make him feel bad. You want to make him feel bad because he made you feel bad. You don't want to educate him. You don't give a fuck if he's educated. Just be honest with that uh, desire within yourself. And then also think about him. What does he want? He wants to make you feel bad. Are you going to let him have that? That's a lot of power to give somebody, a stranger who has an egg for a fucking face. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I, I I feel like I have like incidentally like like going to therapy and then pr- as a direct result of therapy I adopted this new thing which is which I never would have done before I actually when I started on Twitter I thought that blocking people was like some kind of admission of defeat. you won yeah like 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 no I can fucking take anybody down <laughs> come at me fucking yeah. like I'm Steven Seagal what does that even mean take them down what does that even mean like, I, like, yeah. I mean I'll, I'll tell you what it means because I'm still part of me is like like no I want you to understand how good I am. Yeah. 
It means they block me. It, and, I, and I was fucking good at it. Like, like I, I would, I would, I, that was my, that was my zero sum game. Like for real, for three years, I would, that was my game. Like I would, people would come at me and they'd go like, community sucks. And I'd be like, all right, let's talk for a while. Three weeks later, they're blocking me. Like, and I'm like coming out, I'm going, hey, hey, I thought you wanted to talk, motherfucker! That's me winning. Unhealthy, unhealthy. Unhealthy. Meanwhile, community, they're like, hey, where's Dan? Oh, I don't know. I think he's talking with because a guy Because then I'm fucking into him. I'm like, why do you draw like an eight-year-old? Is it because your dad left? <laughs> and, and they're just like crying and like fucking like, I just fantasize about their suicide. I don't, don't commit suicide. Talk no, to somebody. Suicide is not good. Um, There's a number the, you can call. So, but, but so in therapy, because of the stuff I learned, then I just like applied that. I never talked to my therapist about Twitter. That specifically, yeah. But I, but I applied the tools that I was learning in therapy what a to good like. Good client you are. What's that? Applying tools you've learned elsewhere. What a great client. Yeah, I'm you all are. over the place, and I, I'm assuming you think I look great, but won't tell me because you're so advanced. I'll tell you later. Off mic. The, the I feel like if somebody came up to me and said, uh, "You know what? I really like the sound of your talking voice." That's them saying you, you look like shit. <laughs> I think I can't think of anything to say nice about the way you look. With with all due respect to Emily, I think that I think the sound of your voice one was a the bad first example. That was maybe a bad first okay, example. Because right. it kind of is physical. That's like That's like, true. That is Because then someone physical. else is like, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> and really that's they just have an ugly throat. Could you <laughs> That's a great But voice. more importantly, if you're foxy and all people do is tell you you're foxy, that's actually the more important battleground. Absolutely. Like, like, like you should be. Anyways, so <laughs> let's get to that later because you you you're writing a book about you're you're about to come out with a book about uh, self esteem. Yeah, and, I want to talk about that. But, so. but, but fuck you. Um, <laughs> fuck you all. There was one more thing. I just wanted to brag about how uh, uh, how advanced Involved I am. you are. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I start I started blocking people. I started just fucking blocking people. I started I started eating it like Rice Krispies. I was like I, I just like once I crossed the threshold. I block the first guy. It's like block, 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 block. Do you know what the result is? Like I, for better or for worse, when I get on Twitter now, it's like fucking so positive because yeah. because every, because either people are terrorized, like they they're like, dude, yeah. don't fucking. Yeah. If yeah. you ask him about communities lighting in season six, he'll fucking block you. Like like like, like and, and maybe hey, fuck it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm yeah maybe I'm Caligula on Twitter. But 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 more importantly, I'm getting on Twitter for my own experience of like yeah. I have a good time on Twitter now. Yeah. I have intelligent, smart, funny people. In conversations, I yeah. say like I'm watching this movie and like people are writing and going like I watched that movie did you watch this movie and it's like fucking that's what Twitter's for and it's because I just started like popping those fucking bubbles yeah. like it is like, like lancing those boils it's like this is not what I get on Twitter for I don't get on here for constructive criticism <laughs> right? about, yeah. about season three do you feel like uh, like Joseph Stalin felt the same way like when he was <laughs> yes <laughs> Jeff <laughs> As I've always said, when he, was, when he was killing off uh, tens of millions of people, that is that did, how he blocked that, people? That dissented with the way he blocked them with that a, a the bullet. Blocking the, the yeah. Yeah. passageways. I heard that he, he gave so, the orders to the Gestapo. He would say, "Block them." <laughs> Stalin was dealing with the Gestapo. Yeah, he was in deep. That's with hardcore. Nazis. That is hard. No core. one knows about that. No one knows. <laughs> Is it because Gestapo is like cold, they all got cold soup and you're like, you taste it, you're like, the soup is cold. And they're like, it's Gestapo, it's supposed to be cold. The... Get out. I, I dropped out of Get college. Out. I dropped out of college. The, the, we're, we're, we have this beautiful segue here because we're talking about like the, the, the individual working with this human biomass right. digitally. And we're talking about the same tools 
uh, and your former occupation as that we're, we're talking about two people who join and in, in partnership and your husband in here is here and my wife is here i think we should just bring them both out at the oh, same time oh interesting okay let's bring kamel and uh aaron mcgathy kamel nanjiani everybody and aaron mcgathy Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Thank you yeah. for having me on your show. You're welcome. <laughs> it's my Thank face. You. we got to change it to my face up here. And I will say, just quickly, I never... Here's what I said. I, I was picked to run this theater uh, when it first opened, and I was really needed shows and really needed good things. And we happened to be at the bar one night, and I was like, you should just come and talk on stage for like an hour. That, I think it would be amazing if people would come, and you were like... Make it really? two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, but that, Make it two and I'm there. That, that, that really is like, Dan and I were at the drawing room, and uh, Dan and I were sitting at the bar at the drawing room, and Dan's like, yeah, I talked to uh, Emily Gordon, uh, who works at Meltdown, and, and he, uh, he, she said, well, we should do a show. So maybe we just get up there and we just talk and we talk about going to the moon. And that was it. That was literally. And the first show, if you'll remember, you wanted to show something on screen and our screen wasn't working. So when the show was supposed to be starting, I was at the Apple store at the gallery. Oh, God, yeah. I think at the Glendale Galleria. No, not Glendale. I was, whatever. Not interesting. Uh, trying to find a part to go to the screen so that you could show this thing. And when I got back, you were like... Eh, fuck it, we just won't show it. And I was like, all right, let's do this. And that was, Sorry. That was in 2010. Uh, which, which mall was it? <laughs> the, ga the gallery is so close to the Americana. We know. I went yeah. to bat for you. I did not call you a project man earlier. Yeah. How dare you? You, you called me a project dude. Project did, dude was your words. What are you talking about? I was totally, still am a project guy. You're also a project lady. <laughs> We're all projects on this earth. We're... <laughs> We're on a Kamel. rock hurtling through space. Do not Dan Harmon this, Kamel. You are not I mean, able to do hey, this. It's so hey, nice to, Kamel, it's so nice to see you. I appreciate what a project you are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Also, Kamel, you look fantastic tonight, man. I do. <laughs> Thank you. I like your voice. <laughs> wow. If, I mean, if only the show was an hour. Right? That's a fucking closer. <laughs> that's a closer. I'll end it right fucking now. I will end this thing. But that's a good segue. Let's talk about that. So we got two we got two married couples up here. What I've learned in couples therapy and in solo therapy, both the same therapist, is uh, is uh, this 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 new epiphany that I've gotten is so everyone in the world, every experience that you have, like like imagine yourself just covered in buttons, you know, you just get buttons pushed. And, um, it, but they're, they're, they're your deal and stuff. The, 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 the most important thing about it, though, is that you, you marry the person who pushes most of your buttons. They push, also, they push like the exciting ones. Okay, push... so the buttons are good and bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. No, there's good oh. buttons, bad buttons. <laughs> well, but when our... you're like, you're really pushing my buttons, that's never good. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I need a different Flipping metaphor. Flipping your switches. But, there we go. But like the people that the people that you couple with are people. It's like it's like not to bring it into a religious place, but they're invitations from the cosmos for you to evolve beyond what you would have been because you could have just lived to thirty and then just fucking fell over, you know. Sure. And 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 hey, that would have been a fine life, better than a caterpillar and fuck giraffes. <laughs> the, but as human beings who live seventy years or ninety in women's case. Whoa. I'm sorry, I guess? It's fine. You look great. 
Um, the the it's like the second half of an important life is. Well, I mean, maybe I'm biased because I'm married, but it's like it's 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 joining with the person that affects you way more than strangers on Twitter, way more than good reviews or bad reviews of your television show, way more than anything. And so you're making a, an agreement not to wake up every morning and go hubba hubba, what's going on? Let's let's go on a roller coaster. You're you're making an agreement to wake up in the in bed with every morning with somebody that's like this fucking person is goddamn fucking like Jesus powerful like like like, like <laughs> this this person is what did greg proops say about his wife how does he describe her formidable yeah like, that's this fun. person is formidable right but i think that's true of some marriages but then some marriages aren't like that at all some marriages are just like we're good friends and we've decided to hang out for the rest but of you're our lives. definitely fuck those assholes yeah, yeah. is that yeah. you guys no no no, no 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 fuck those you're definitely very formidable i think i like to think i know you challenge me i like to think i challenge you we do. yes we sort of i yeah it's been because that's what it what you were saying was when every relationship I've been in I felt like I had the power and yes. same with you yes I was um, I steamrolled every guy that I was with forever yeah. and then you would not allow she's, me to uh, do that is that because yeah. you as a therapist you have all that like, she's got all the tricks you have all the jujitsu and like, like yeah you, and she's a blowjob feminist so <laughs> I was, God damn it, I was going to say steamroll is euphemism for a feminist blood job. Yeah, that's not hurt. That's not hurt. <laughs> but, right? Yeah. But I think that in our relationship, nobody Nobody's has, in charge. I hope after the show, there's just a bunch of feminist blowjobs out in the parking lot tonight. <laughs> Swallow it, ladies. <laughs> Men can for be Gertrude feminists, Stein. too. Do you guys... <laughs> Did you say holla or swallow? Swallow. Swallow. Okay. <laughs> do you guys do you guys think now that we're moving forward into a world where marriage just means marriage? Uh, <laughs> that you it, will it, have sex with us because the stage picture would imply that we're about to initiate a no? What picture? <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, what? I'm sorry, you're where are you? Oh, you thought, you thought I was you thought I was going. Do you guys think now that gay people can be married, we could be swingers? Is that what you No, no, no. Is that what you <laughs> She said, because yeah. if gay people can be married, then we can fuck a million yeah. people. We can fuck anybody we want. This is, purely, yeah. this is purely a visual thing, but because Dan and I are on either side of you and we're yeah. talking about your Have some life, more wine. Yeah. Just take a camel. No, That's I, fine. I, it's a night of no mistakes. I think <laughs> no judgment. I, it's difficult. I, I, think the, I think the new rule, just fuck whoever you're sitting nearest. <laughs> But, but, but never tell her she looks good and you're, uh, yeah. you're tell a feminist. her she fucks good though the the, <laughs> the qu- question to the panel is yes do you think that, that like we, we're famously we keep talking about this divorce rate it's like it's gotten so high that basically most marriages that, that we that we that we basically have become a like two or three marriage culture which is just like it's, it's like capitalism has absorbed that in in my perception it's like which is why I'm proud to have waited really long to get married because even if only because I'll die soon I promise I'm not I'm gonna have one wife and fucking die um, I, I don't want to play into this con but um, do you, con? who's <laughs> Do you, guys, do you guys the think that these kids, these these hologram kids, these uh, these Oculus Rift, Minecraft AR, my dick can be your vagina, the, the Supreme Court doesn't care, let's fucking do it. Um, 
do, 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 do you think that their divorce rate will lower? Do you think that marriage will, now that it has been liberated? No, and, not necessarily. I, I'm on my second marriage. This is, Kamal's my second husband. I got married when I was very God young. Damn it, so I really I'm one of these people. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I'm one of those people you were talking I, about. Yeah, I, I guess I maybe knew that and totally <laughs> forgot and it put my foot me, no. right in but it. But I'll tell you, I got married when I was like super young to a very lovely guy, good friend, wonderful. Uh, really? Oh, right. We're, everyone can hear this. We're, okay. we're getting there. But, I'm joking. He's a very nice guy. Very nice guy. But who uh, did not push any of a lot of my buttons and didn't challenge me and I, I kind of just ran the show. And so we got a very amicable divorce, but I feel like... I feel like what I expected from him, I expected him to be everything to me. I expected him to be like my best friend and my confidant and the guy I cook like food with and my best and like a real fuck guy and like he couldn't. <laughs> I've met him. I've met him. Yeah, right? You thought he was gonna be a fuck guy? All right, all right. I'm just saying. If that's not fair for women to expect, then. Well, I feel like, and I just feel like at some point, it used to be that marriages were business arrangements set up by parents to like make more people to work at the family business or like keep money and whatever. Well, and women and, went straight from home exactly. to husband. And at some point, it became a thing of like, no, your spouse has to be literally everything to you. They need, you, like, you have to be ultimately fulfilled in this one human being. And it's not that you're not fantastic, but when I got divorced. How do you think this is where this was get, going? Let me get, I think it's great that you evolved beyond expecting someone to be a fuck guy. You found Kamel. He's like a really good friend. Hey, I'm a fuck guy. Absolutely, the world is full of fuck guys that has very few projects. Yeah, Kamel, I was saying I'm good. I'm a cunnilingus meninist. You strike me. Is that what Wiley Coyote was called? I think Camille, <laughs> C- Camille, you might be a project fuck guy. <laughs> he is a project, yeah, you're a project fuck guy. Yeah. Uh, but when I realized that after I got divorced that like I need to have good friends and a good like career that satisfies me and hobbies already, like I need to already be a whole person and not expect a dude to be like the thing that makes me whatever. And once I kind of got that in my head, I found a guy that complimented me. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. I, uh, who knows what's going on? They're, yeah, they're just having a night. <laughs> bad, bad ecstasy trip. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm, I'm flattered that they would choose this place to come and roll. Um, I would have gone the, to Bootsy Collins at the Hollywood. Ball. I think it's interesting that you that, that you evoked like the history of marriage because if you look at you know how like like uh, in your biology textbook, remember that. Empire State Building diagram where it was like this is the history of the planet and then at the very top yeah. there was like a dime on top of the Empire State Building this is yeah. how long humans have been around ever yeah. um, in the history of the concept of monogamy the yes. concept of marriage like a vast like well, the history that we understand is as you said arranged marriage and the idea of, of the, the, our tradition of marriage is that it's romantic it comes from like the idea of like actually stealing off into the woods the ceremonies that we get married at they're actually imitations of actually like like terrorist weddings you know like like, like raping like, and like, taking like, like, yeah like sneak off into a clearing invite your friends have a have that fuck up friar that like like you know the uh, the end of the kevin costner uh what was the, 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 the it's, like, it's like that was the that was the that was the revolution of marriage very short time ago yes. and since then the 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 what do kids have as a tutorial of what a healthy marriage consists of the answer is 
movies in which at the end of the movie yeah. it's when they get, get together they're about to get married I have the biggest problem with this and then, yes. it's, just, and then, and then it's like fuck it and you're supposed only... to be once you get married you're happy forever because that was the goal the whole time and right. just yeah. be satisfied and all these women and men but mainly women are like wait what the fuck I'm supposed to be happy forever why am I not happy the implication is that the, if, if you are with a guy that you've been with for a year or a girl that you've been with for a year and there's somebody across the room that's like oh they're so much more interesting I wonder why yeah. the implication that you walk away from with from thirty years of rom coms is actually like well you know why that guy's more interesting because he's gonna he's gonna like make you happy one. forever he's the real one yeah. it's the opposite it's yeah. like, it's it like no it's sense. like filling up on bread it's yeah. like oh, yeah of course you want fucking like don't do it well, don't do it with Shakespeare the difference between a comedy and a tragedy is there's a wedding at the end versus a funeral yeah, yeah exactly. Holy. Yeah, but yeah. there's no. Uh, so it's true. It's a very surprising. Uh, the trip just deep, got deep to another Dave level. Just got his brain wrinkled. Yeah. 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 Um, what but you they, have to do is you have to keep on bumping papers. You have to keep on competing on like cases at your law firm. You have to continue right. to get the Axe body spray account. You have to like, <laughs> role play. The uh, yeah, the happily down. ever after from all the fairy tales is like where it, uh, all the stories. Yeah, it end. always ends. There is, of course, there's a, because guess what? Adventure, marriage is not an adventure. It's not super. It's not super exciting or boring. It just is. It's, it's just it, there. It can be an incredibly satisfying huh. thing. There's also there, there's also not a ton of stories about raising children. Like we yeah we we, we skip we, over. We don't we do, we don't regard raising children and being married as. Adventures. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't. Like, like, like it would be weird, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. like we used to. Maybe finding in Nemo, Greek man. times when we would like leave. There, uh, we, finding Nemo. We need to have a child to lose him. He's right. Finding Nemo. You got it. That's true. Well, Oedipus was left out on a rock because his feet were too big. and Or no, his feet were too big because they tied his legs together. That's the story to follow. They bound his legs together. That's right. Uh, Some twists and turns. Twists and turns in that You'll one. be dead and I'll be smoking a cigarette. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about your book. The the it's not. It's it's probably not an opportune time to plug it because it's it's not it's not being published for a little bit. Right? Uh, September. I'm finished with it. Uh, it's coming out end of September of this but year. But it's you a. You can pre-order it. Yeah. 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 yeah will, you can pre-order it. It's about Hitler. <laughs> it's pro yeah. and how Hitler and how amazing a cook he was. <laughs> I've cultivated a very odd group of sociopaths. Uh, That's true. Uh, what, what, do you have a title for your book? It's a, yes, it's called Super You. Super You. Yes, and uh, Hannah Nance Partlow, who is here in the audience, yes, did Hannah. all the illustrations for it. She fucking killed it so hard, uh, and is amazing. And yeah, the book is a uh, just a funny uh, self-esteem guide for young women to like women my age, essentially, and like a self-improvement guide. Do you know of any other self-esteem guides for young women? Honestly, I, I did look and I've read a few that are like adjacent, but I didn't see any that weren't. I didn't see any that any that were marketed towards like rookie age because I also write for rookie, uh, like teen, like teenage, late early twenties. Can you talk about just talk about self-esteem and young women <laughs> while I turn my mic down <laughs> because I don't want to mansplain and I don't want to. Well, but I think this is so important. I, and well, you're clearly the one to shepherd this flock. Well. I, that's a that's a tall order. And you, look uh, great. you are you are somebody who definitely like make your compassion and your the combination of your compassion and your vulnerability and your wisdom makes me and I'm I'm sure tons of women in this audience 
feel so good about themselves. Thanks, everybody. Say, I can't take it. A few weeks ago, I was leaving like a like a pretty disheartening meeting, and I saw that you were on a podcast where you talked about your fears. And I was like, oh, I have to, which is called Terrified. Yeah, Dave Ross is, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. But I was like, I have to hear Emily talk about what she's afraid of because I feel so terrible and my podcast wasn't downloading fast enough and I was sitting in my car just crying. <laughs> but then I was like, well, you're fine. This is, <laughs> your life is yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, also, you can crying. just call me. We have each other's numbers. Just call me next time. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. So uh, I'm so I'm so excited about this. About tell, talk about yeah, we'll your book. Out. Well, uh, talk about your book. <laughs> you have 20 seconds. Okay, uh, uh, it's a book about unicorns and uh, no. Uh, I I just I hated myself a great deal when I was younger. I had a lot of self-loathing, a lot of self-hatred, self-hatred, uh, both for re- real reasons and for reasons that I created and then would not stop thinking about. And I. I tried to think of what would have helped me when I was a teenager and super angry and super goth and not able... Not that being goth is bad. Not that any of this is bad, but I. this is where I was. How, I goth, how goth did you get? Like, goth what? as fuck. You have no idea. You have no idea. Her throwback Thursday, her throwback Thursday game is it tight. Is the best. It is the best. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. It was pretty tight. Uh, So I essentially, like, it kind of goes through, like, just kind of getting you on your own team and understanding that you have to be on your own fucking team because nobody else is going to be. And they can be, but... How do you get a team? You are a team. You're already a team. You're already there. Uh, And just like kind of raising your awareness of what you're doing so that for so long I just kind of functioned on autopilot and this autopilot was like, I hate myself, I'm horrible, I hate myself, I'm horrible. And just at some point stopping and being like, I'm doing this to myself and my life's just going by. Like either way, if I spend my time hating myself or if I spend my time learning to like myself in any capacity, it's happening either way. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, deep, deep cut down. Hey, you're, you're, guys, you're, you guys have to either talk softer yeah. or not. Yeah. He, he, he has a very resonant voice. And it, yeah, even it's when not you, your fault. You're whispering, but I can feel it in my tone. balls. It's a good <laughs> <laughs> Kind of vibrates in there. Um, yeah, so tend your own garden, manage your own buttons. Yeah. You are in charge of your own experience. If no matter how racist, misogynist, uh, hurtful, vindictive, unhealthy, unbalanced, in need of fixing your opponent is, no matter what is happening to you, it's fine to have reactions to it. Absolutely. But you are in You're charge. driving the show. Even if you decide not to make decisions, that's a fucking decision. So, like, just start... Like, stop being on autopilot. Start having intentionality behind what you're doing. Like, even if that means that... It doesn't mean that you have to make, like, healthy choices at all. But, like, the buttons thing, know what the fucking buttons are. Know what your buttons are and know what presses them and what doesn't. And then if you want to pick someone who pushes all the bad ones, you're picking them, but acknowledge that you're choosing them because you want those buttons pushed for some reason. Instead of, like, the world's just, like, happening to me. It's not. You're making it happen, even if by making it happen, you're kind of giving up all control and deciding the universe is just out to get me. Right. It's is not. It, I mean, do you, and, 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 and always, always, always as, a, as an overriding thing, it's like you're always going to fuck up in that oh, regard. Sure. A thousand times you're going to fuck that up and a thousand times you can, you can bring it back. But if to the extent that you are honest 
about yourself, your experience, your own shit, your feeling, including like walking away from somebody that's making you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, not engaging somebody when the only thing at stake is you being right as opposed to being happy. Yep. Um, the the you that actually in my very very short experience since bothering to go to therapy and start learning this shit is like. I feel the world around me changing. Or it maybe, feels different, or, yeah. Or, or maybe I'm just, as I said before, maybe I'm just creating a fucking delusional bubble around me. But if everyone created that same delusional bubble, be so much there better, would be right? no room left for fucking well. like, <laughs> like nomads. Like Everyone would be walking around in this big bubble where they insisted on their own comfort. Absolutely. And, and Not to the hurt of anyone else, but just insisting on their own comfort and safety, yeah. And I yeah. think it's important because it seems like we're in a culture where confidence in women is seen as arrogance a lot. Yes. I think in guys, it's sort of a, a arrogance in guys is sort of valued, whereas in in women, it's not. Like yes. um, that yeah. Amy Schumer sketch where she's like, everyone, they're Everyone's like these scientists and they're all like apologizing all the time. Oh, uh, that sketch it's is so fucking, genius yeah. and hard. I didn't even get it until halfway through. And I was yeah. like, this is goddamn brilliant. Yeah. Because we're dudes. <laughs> yeah. We're I, that's, that's what You're great, like, I, I'm watching footage from a thing? That's, uh, uh, that's how brilliant that sketch is. Yeah, like, that men the, watch it and yeah. are like, oh, 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 yeah. oh. Let the moderator <laughs> talk, ladies. Oh. By, <laughs> that's a joke. No, I get it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pushed one of the wrong buttons there. <laughs> but... But I think that's why it's it's important, yeah. and I, I know you and you you don't talk super. You the idea is that it's, you, it's like about figuring out what the best version of yourself right now is, and then figuring out how to get there. It's maybe just, become, becoming your own superhero. Yeah, it's very vaguely superhero themed, but kind of in a in a it's a very loose uh, kind of theme. But yeah, that is kind of the theme of it. I think that kind of like 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 overarching like I'm obsessed with like boiling things down to their most simplistic goal. Oh shit, we totally look how healthy we've become. Um, we're two minutes past 9-11. Yeah. We didn't even celebrate it. Yeah, the, the whole front row saw it, and there was just a general rustling intention. Uh, <laughs> um, I th- it's, it's almost like if there was a, if you could try to boil everything down to this overarching thing, it has something to do with uh, seeing past like what's right in front of you to like a more distant goal. Yeah. And actually making distant goals. That's your bat signal. The actual That's the thing, thing that you're going powers. Towards. What, wh- how you use your fork and how you interact with your uncle and how you tweet yeah. and how you, if you, if you don't view like five feet in front of you is how you should react five feet in front of you. If you, if you instead go, what I want is 15 feet in front of me, I'm going to base everything five feet in front of me on. And then what asking yourself, is what I'm doing right now getting me the thing that's 15 feet in front of me that I want? And if it is, okay. If it's not, I got to change it. Rather than just like, just doing this, just doing this. Hopefully I'll get to that thing. Hopefully I'll get to that thing. No, set the thing that you need and you want. And then Which is called being impeccable yourself. with your word. And you all mocked me. <laughs> the four agreements. <laughs> name all four real fast. Name The name four, four agreements are... Don't take it personally. personally. Don't take anything personally. Don't take anything personally. <laughs> Baby, come on. <laughs> Try to tell people about the four agreements. <laughs> Be impeccable with your word. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I know the shitty one is do your best. That's the dumb one. You're like, okay, whatever the fuck that means. What's the other one? What's the other one? Goddamn. Avoid we're, making. No, we're not all light. That's not one of the agreements. 
That's not one of the agreements. Thank you, sir. Don't make, Thank don't you. Make assumptions. Don't, make don't make assumptions. That's a, that's actually one that needs more like study. Uh, what is this? You came up with these? <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Aaron, really Aaron, working Aaron on found this book in high school called The Four Agreements. It's a oh. self-help book. But, and we 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 they're, and, they're uh, Toltec. Toltec laws. Derek Waters, we were talking, we were, we, we, we landed on it by talking, we were talking about like fan interaction, actually. We were talking about like how, like how it always goes great and usually and like how sometimes it goes wrong and how it goes wrong. We were talking about ourselves as fans of other people. Like if you get into an elevator with somebody you admire, like we were talking about like what, what, what happens in those moments, those supercharged moments of talking to a stranger and, uh, you know, but also don't know at all. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to make an impression and blah, 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 and all this stuff. I somehow from that, discussion we landed some Aaron brought up like oh well what it's one of the four agreements don't take it personally and it was like holy shit oh god Jesus Christ that's everything so it's this it's it's a it's a fun little book from a while ago it takes let's two hours to listen to list, you guys uh, let's get it up there but the uh, <laughs> but then I I tried to introduce these fucking assholes to <laughs> they were not having it they're like they they no, think the first agreement is that we're all white <laughs> Paget Brewster made a mockery of it. Just because I've only listened to a half hour of it, apparently I'm not an authority. But if, and I, I haven't read it since college, but I totally don't remember the light portion of it. That's in the, it's in the yeah. first part. It says we're all light and you're all wait, we're all smoke. Wait, one of the four agreements says we're all light. No! More or less. Together. You wouldn't know that from that from that, that podcast because Dan talked for 30 minutes about how we're all light and you're smoke and it's all a dream. We all it's live in a same, dream. It's the same as Plato's shadows on the on the. So smoke no, it's not the same as Plato's fucking shadows. So smoke okay? is bad and, and light is good. Everything that's happening right now is light my is good. dream. That's that's. Let's bring Paget Brewster out, everybody. <laughs> that's, that's one of the four agreements. No, that's no. not one of the fucking. That you're the genius, the evil genius. Is that every Everything that happens is our like it's through a filter of our emotional experiences. That's and very true. That's yes. And, okay. Yeah. See? That makes sense. So there's a technique. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I would I would be pretty certain that if that author had a, could add a fifth agreement, it would be you should read the whole fucking book. Uh, oh, he he that's killed the, himself last <laughs> week. Well, but it's his fault. Don't do all four agreements in the first half hour. That's true. The first half hour is all about smoke and light and mirrors and shit. I so know. it's a magic book. No. <laughs> When did the dragon show up? I don't up? hear any of this. This is all happening in a dream. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, Emily, uh, I, I have I have several teenage family members. Mm. Where, is is your book cool to? Is there like it is, a there's some sex stuff in it? Yeah, but teenagers should yeah. know about. Sex I think stuff. so. Yes. Well, Judy Bloom took care of that shit. Right? Are you there, God? Yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, totally appropriate for teenagers, I would say. And uh, I do talk about that uh, specifically that you all you view everything through the light of your experiences. I try to like, hmm. if you back everything out, yeah, I'm in agreement. I'm just, in agreement with Just because topic. she said the word light in a sentence. It sounds like, sounds like she's in agreement, Dan. I'm in one of four uh, people that agree with your theories on this. Uh, yeah, like the idea of like, if you back everything out, if your life was a reality show, like a very boring for most of you reality show. But yeah, you ours only, are great reality saying, shows. Mine too. I'm just saying everybody's life is ultimately very boring as a reality show. But if you viewed it as a reality show and were divorced from your talking head segments of like, well, I can't believe he did this and he did this because he's like this and this happens because I, he should know that I don't like. If you just viewed the situation objectively, 
like that's you kind of you've got to learn to divorce that some of the shit is your shit and you can't bring it anything because the other person you're talking to doesn't have any fucking clue what your talking head segment is because so the only thing you can do is control yourself that's a can cross stitched a very beautiful thing that hopefully will be an item you can only control yourself you have no control over anybody else whatsoever so you have to like if you're in a confrontation with someone or in a conversation just realize that Take yourself out of it and watch as if it, it was on television. Because if it was, you would never, you would just see two characters interacting, and all you can judge is those interactions. Everybody yeah. comes with their own baggage and their own shit. But and you, you would never judge the dude that was like just hanging out. And if yeah. you saw, if you yeah, saw, right, exactly. if another guy was like, exactly. and if there was just a guy going, like that. You'd be like, oh, you wouldn't he's just be like, what there. a pussy. What a fucking asshole. What an idiot. Why You'd be like, I'm gonna, her? I want to learn more about that guy. David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> is it David Hyde Pierce? I don't know. I Emily, did there. you say Hannah crossed stitched that? Well, she created an illustration of a cross stitch because I was like, wouldn't it be cool if you had like a cross stitch, like old, old timey pillow or like a thing of you can only control yourself? So she made this gorgeous thing that looks just like a cross stitch uh, that's a page in the book. I'm hoping we can make another thing out of. Yeah. It's, yeah, we're going to make posters out of it. <laughs> All these things are like, it's so hard to, like sometimes I'll get into these Twitter things and then you're right, nobody's going to change, nobody's changed their mind about anything since like the fucking 90s. We all, we all, nobody changed, so and I'll get into these fights with people. I have a new, can I tell you I've adopted a troll strategy yes. for, with people. I'll tell you what it is, I'm not proud of it, actually I love it. <laughs> I have a new strategy because a lot of times you'll be talking to people and they just want to, it becomes a semantic argument where yes. they like just want to contradict you and it's not about the meaning anymore. It's right. about defeating the it's person. It's not about anything. Other yeah, than it's about like defeating semantics. the person. But you can yeah, deliver so one, one more month if you... From your 140 right. character tweet, they're picking one word. Yes. yes. And I do that exactly. too. It's like, well, well, if leather is the glue... The... Yeah. So I have this new thing. So if, if somebody like, because I'll get people, you know, some, if, if somebody ever like calls me Indian, I'm like, that's racist. I'm Pakistani. I know research is hard. So I'll do that. <laughs> but then I'll do, so then uh, the other day I tweeted, I was like, hey, my people are looking to trade Bobby Jindal. In exchange, we'll take literally anything. <laughs> I said that. He's an Indian. He's Indian, an Indian descent. Yeah. And so then people will be like, um, you're Pakistani. He's Indian. Do some research. I'm like, actually, uh, Indian Pakistan was the same country until <laughs> 1947, so... I know research is hard, but... What a piece of shit! What a Wait, piece so of shit! I'm like, yeah, I got you coming, I got you going. Wait. You cannot win with Kumail Nanjiani. Wait, Kumail, I love this. Are trip. you saying you, you laid that trap? You knew people were going to say that so that you could come No, but no, I came no. up with it right then, and I was like, this is great. <laughs> If you call me Pakistani, I can be like, actually, we're all kind of Indian. And if you call me in Indian, you're racist because I'm Pakistani. You really can't win. You cannot win. He's saying like you the first it. instinct is to make people laugh, to make people happy. Isn't and then the funny? second instinct, if someone comes back and goes like, yeah, your joke, I'm not laughing at it, yeah. but I have a different response, and there's my response. So that guy, yes. if you agree to go out in the alley with that guy... You, the crime has been committed and what goes on in that alley you is yeah. your business yeah. and it's like you're saying like yeah you bring out a fucking yeah. <laughs> corkscrew oh, and yeah <laughs> yeah I'm not playing fair now yeah. no, not playing fair because you shouldn't yeah. be out there you shouldn't yeah. be out there you have a water gun I have a fucking mace <laughs> don't because be, you shouldn't be out there that's a great but point but we should probably talk about I mean just that that one little inkling though is like, like the reason you go out there is that's a classic example Connection. You must. You must be going connection. 
because well, you want to make that person is corrected. Oh yes, yes, that's what I. They, they want to yes. piece. It, they want to be in a conversation. That's no, no, also no, no, true. No, 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 no. I'm saying. I'm saying the reason you go out there. The, I know yes. the reason. Yeah, the reason the the Statler and Waldorf guys are like yeah. calling shit out. Why does Kermit start engaging Statler and Waldorf? The reason is because for some part of what they're saying, Kermit's like, you know what? The Muppet Show is full of shit. <laughs> It's just some part, and it doesn't matter if it's true or not, right? But can we all acknowledge that? That, that that's what brings it. us out there into that alley? I think sometimes if I engage with a Twitter troll, I'm in a bad mood. I've yes. got something that has irritated me that day, and yes. I don't want to take it out on that person or, that, or I can't. So I'm like, here's a person that will take my shit. And yeah. I give them my shit, and I fucking burn I have them. that same thing. <laughs> yeah. If I'm in a shitty mood, like, I'm never surer of my own opinions uh, than when I haven't gotten enough sleep. Like, <laughs> He's a real bear, you guys. But isn't that saying the same thing? Like, isn't it just, like, unconsciously, isn't it, isn't it part of you when you, to continue using that metaphor, when you go out into that back alley and choose to have that person-to-person -person stiletto knife fight, which I just recently did with a dude today, <laughs> Where I, yeah, I, I what was the what was the meat and potatoes of that thing, or is that even worth? Mentioning? I retweeted. I'm happy to tell you. <laughs> I, I I retweeted a very funny joke by some stranger who said, uh, "I would like to see a reality show where Vine stars are executed." Yeah. <laughs> I clicked a fucking buttons, you know, retweet. And, and, and because I clicked that button, then in my feed, and remember how I said I was, I'm so happy because I started blocking people. Like Twitter has been a positive experience for me. Then this guy, this this guy just is in my feed. It goes like, that's a that's a funny thing coming from a guy who let community turn into dog shit. Whoa! And, and and I was like, I was like, unrelated. But but there's some. Part of what do you mean unrelated? Oh, I mean unrelated. you're not, not related. related. Yes, his thing is unrelated. Yes, I thought you were gonna say unrelated. God damn it, fuck you. You could have uh, posted. You could have posted a picture of a flower, and they'd be like, "That's a pretty flower." But obviously, something's <laughs> drawing me. I'm f I'm following some. I'm following something. And what were you following? Let's talk about it. So following, today, I'm following the fact that I don't think community. I, I don't. I, so you want to disagree with him and let him know that you disagree? I wanna. I wanna. I wanna know that the guy who says that is definitely a bad person. What you want. What you want reassurance was... that if someone has a bad I want to know it's not you... Morgan Freeman like logging in and being like not that Morgan Freeman's not a piece because of shit I'm sure he is but that, that guy I, I, I that just guy like, positive like... or negative was trying to connect with you in some way whether or not it was good or bad he was trying, he was to, get trying to get into your he wanted whatever's a going on in his end I'm, ta I'm talking about can you we don't all, give a shit can, what's going on can we all acknowledge what, what's drawing us into these knife fights is a suspicion I think Malcolm X, I really, really am going into out of my jurisdiction, but I think there's a quote from... So, someone, someone just fl flew across the room. I'm so curious what so, the next so, thing so, you have so, to say so, is. Someone wanted to go, and it turned into... And, they, and, they, and they're now, they now are dead because of me. And I apologize. I'm going to assume that person's black. So there's a and, 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 and apologize to that person. Um, I saw him, not black. Okay. You know what? Now I that you say that, fucking makes sense. Fucking white people are yeah. pieces of shit. Oh. See? Black people are you sitting can... hanging out. Yeah. Uh, what is anyway. No, they're not here. You just called Morgan Freeman a piece of shit. Fuck him. Uh, the... What, the quote, I think it could have been Malcolm X. It could have been. It could have been. Let's, I, just, say, let's just say it was. Say the fucking quote. It was a, 
be, and I'm going to paraphrase it and fuck it up, behind all of the strife, the, 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 the racial like tension, all of these things, is the, is the suspicion we have to let go of that anything we're talking about is true. It's the, on both sides. It's like, what, like white racists thinking that something they're saying has any founding, and also on the victim side, like the idea that, that they, you can victimize somebody to the point where they actually believe so you're I concerned that the suspicion, I, you have a suspicion that this person on Twitter might be right, that you did let community go to shit. Is that what you're saying? That's what he's yeah. saying, but I don't I know. I don't know. I don't know if that, for me, it's not, like if I say Bobby Jindal is a piece of shit, there is no doubt in my mind that guy, that guy is harmful. But and I'm not fighting him because I'm like, maybe he is a good guy. No, 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 no I see him talk to his children. Wait, he's a horrible you, monster. That's you putting fruit out by a, a, a wayside. That's your, you grew that, you, that's not you respond. I'm talking talking about somebody coming up to your fruit. Yes, he's right about to that. my fruit. Uh, you're, you're sure. that, example. that guy, that you, guy you, you made you're the right. perfect example. You're you right. went out into the alley with the guy and were like, you said the opposite of the other thing. You were like, yeah, yeah well, Pakistan was part of India because yeah. you're, is there, there's a suspicion there when the guy called you out, your, what you were reacting to, what drew you out into the alley, the, the way that someone agrees to try weird shit in Fifty Shades of Grey is some white rabbit that says to you, I, I got parts of me that I haven't fucking like, 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 like the guy is calling you out and going like, and, I, you're, and you're going, fucking call me out. Like, 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 and you're going out into that alley because, not because you, you've got all your shit sealed up. You're going out of that alley because you're like, oh wait, right? I, well, it's like, um, I don't know about that specific example, but I know what you're saying and I agree with you. When somebody says like, hey, you're, you're if somebody shit, says like, hey, you're not good in this thing, I'd probably fight back because part of me is afraid that I'm not good in that thing. I think that's, I think that is part of it. But the I, most important part of that making no assumptions and taking nothing personally is, is visualizing that that other person has their own like that guy who tweeted He's at got you? His own it's shit. so silly. Yeah, like you would never. None of us on the stage would ever tweet at anybody. <laughs> I just thought of something horrible that I that I was telling you about that happens to me when I'm playing Mortal Kombat with strangers online. Uh, but, but I'm not gonna than, say like, it. Reaching out to a creative and saying like. Well, that's great, but everything you do is terrible. Like, that's that person's... What, that's what, what do you say in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> no, I turned my mic off, but I think it. Well, I kind of... It's horrible. It's very, very bad. Just say it. No, it's bad. Just say it. No, come on. Like, can we make this a safe place? Is this a no-judgment zone? I don't feel good about it. It's a no-judgment zone. Okay. Don't judge me on this. This is me at my worst. And I say... So I... I We'll play Mortal Kombat, and it's just because it's one person, I get like really into it, and I really want to win. And then some people, I'm not as good as a lot of people are. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll beat me, and then I could tell that they're fucking shitty. I could tell when I'm playing someone, I'm like, oh, you're a bad person. <laughs> wait, wait, not wait. by their skill, but by like how they spam moves, and I, I, I think I'm on. Wait, 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 Is wait, there wait, wait. an honorable way to play? Yes. Yeah, you don't, you don't spam fireballs. Yes. You don't spam fireballs. You do not you don't. spam fireballs. When the fifth you're agreement. Right. And that's, yeah. that's the that's title. That's the fifth agreement. Title the fucking episode. move over and over. Yes. You, I, and I'm on pretty solid footing, I think. Yeah. It's a personality test. Really. And, and also, Spencer, yes. that when they beat me because they fucking did fireballs, uh, yeah. they like come and they like um, teabag me, right? <laughs> I, now I'm like, you're a bad person. Yeah. And I want to turn my mic on and be like, 
I'm on a show on HBO. This is all you have. You're not ah! wrong. <laughs> no shame, no shame. He's tell and he's I feel horrible because it's fucking true. It's I feel true. horrible. It's how you feel. And You're I want to be like. And, every, is, and, and everyone playing a fucking Mortal Kombat. Fuck these kids. They should always know that. I have talked to Academy Award winning, not nominated, winning actors who yeah. go through the same thing. And I tell, they, they have come to me. We've talked about like online video games. Fucking people who have Oscars, multiple Oscars, Emmys, are like, they're like, man, this fucking kid, the fucking... <laughs> Yeah. Call me a faggot, and I said, "Did you tell him Scorsese loves you?" But by the way, and, and they go, "No, no," because I'm like, "Why not? He's bringing out everything. Teach that fucking piece of shit." But here's what would happen if he said that: the kid would go, I "Fucking hate that show. It's fucking stupid." That's what would happen. That's the not exact with Scorsese. It's not possible. Yeah. Dan, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're don't, right. Don't exactly you should never happen. Scorsese spam anybody on no. that. Yeah. It's a, and there's no way to prove it. I get angry. Like, oh, we should all tell like, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it is so gratifying. Never has a quote nev- thing felt. Like I've her. never done that, but I, f- I feel it every now and then. He does not say all it the out time. loud. In oh, wait, house, I thought you really did it, huh? Wait, I thought you. No, I turned. I, 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 I have the mic on. I, you I, took I, us through a whole museum. You said we're. I thought. No, no, no. no I want you turn the mic on and clear. say it, but I don't. I don't do it because they'll know. Oh, okay, it's that fucking guy. If they watch the show, and that's me, arrogant, assuming they watch the show. That's true. They would know. They would know. I, I have. The, I guess I should. What I should say is, uh, I'm not gonna say it. Is that, is that you, is that you yeah. said it once? Is it you? Yeah. Fucking say it. I'm on a very no. popular CBS show. No. What if you? This is all you have. No. Just change the network. No. I, no, I have the opposite impulse to like tell the person how much they hurt me. But see, but you're doing that because you want them to feel bad. You want to shame them. I, yeah, I think... What are you spread? You're not, like, spreading, like, oh, let me explain to you emotions. You're like, no, I want to make you feel bad. I think that's me Right, well, I want to, I want to like, reckon with them and be like, we're in the same room, and I'm another human being, and you just, like, spewed this really shitty thing at me, and I want you to, yeah. like, look in my, my bloodshot, crying eyes, which is why I send those gifts. <laughs> <laughs> just one. I've, tra- I've done that a lot, and I, th- I think that's... I think that on the scale of things that are effective, ineffective, a good way to live your life, I and mean, that's definitely way closer. The the irony is that just growing up. But, but but however, like I usually do it vindictively. Don't you kind of like aren't you kind of like when I, do I would do it, I would go like, hey man, that really hurts my feelings. Like I know I'm high roading though. <laughs> yeah. That's it, the uh, knowledge that you're high roading. So yeah. I think, I think yeah. you have to cross a, yeah. if you're really gonna do that, you have to cross a threshold and go like, hey man, like you have to be actually I, vulnerable. About I, it. I don't do it vindictively, but I think that you guys are in a better place. <laughs> Well, I, I, I do it yeah. out of like, like, hey, like, you, you're right. I am a dirty piece of shit. Um, I am a f- feminist BJ giver, uh, <laughs> yeah, and that hurts me. You saying that because I, I mean, it's just this is just going to continue to be depressing. I'm going to start saying that I'm Camille. <laughs> tell everyone you're Kumail. Just tell everyone you're. I, I have the the only really problem I have on Twitter is that people threaten in Portuguese to bathe to bathe in my blood because they think I'm the guy that created fucking Teen Wolf on MTV. 
I, I Wait, get, I, I is get, that a threat or is that the sexiest thing ever? I, <laughs> does Teen Wolf kill a Portuguese? No, no, no. The creator of MTV's Teen Wolf is Jeff Davis, who's not on Twitter for fucking good reason because. But why is it Portuguese people? But loads of Portuguese, like like Brazilians and Turkish people, are constantly. You don't want the Turks angry. No shit. No, I get I get I get threatened with like decapitation and bloodbaths and like real like like like. That's racist. So they're fans. I just did that. I baited you into something that I was like, come on. You're not. You're not. Let's be bigger. You're not Turkish. Be bigger than. You're not. You don't get to have the whole fucking Near East, man. You don't want the Turks mad at you. And Jeff said, you're right, because I'll yeah. tell you. Fuck you, you redneck. I, <laughs> you would say that. I can say that because they're my people. I, your people. Everyone's your people. My people can expand the and contract the Turks. based on my needs. The Turks have hated the Pakistanis for fucking centuries. We're all the same. No, you're not! <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> As not only Nick, you won't be able to tell Pakistanis and Turks apart in a lineup, and if you can, you're racist. You're not going to win this one, Jeff. I'm sorry. He's got a lot of practice. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What about so, so uh, t- Turks and Portuguese people love the show, hate the show. Hate the, well, I think they love it a so literal much. Literal blood. They bath. love it, but that I keep apparently I not like the other Jeff Davis keeps killing off characters they love or oh. the people that they ship. They like want Portuguese giant. I, oh, oh it's but called mostly, Teen Wolf. I'm not shipping the right characters, so it's like we want more of these two characters to fuck on Teen Wolf, and if not, I will come to your house and eviscerate you. Uh, this this is so I have to go on. Google Translate and find out what I'm fucking being threatened with. And when I hit, when I when I pull off a giant block of text and I put it into translate, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Well, this is well. In all fairness to the Portuguese, that's just shipping. Like, there's a lot of Portu- Portuguese people that are just watching people. Teen Wolf and being like, wow, he's a teen and a wolf. I I was recently the Portuguese shippers. You're the now, ones that now are you're, finding you. Now you're being racist. I, w- I was recently listening to a podcast that I very very much enjoy that I will not name in this moment that was talking about Silicon Valley and then brought up Kumail and someone said, uh, well, and yeah, he's Pakistani and someone said, no, no, no. You're being racist. He's Indian. And when Well, they are. <laughs> no. Or are they? Yeah. <laughs> Only but time I, will tell. Like, it I depends w- on whether they like the show or not, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Do they like the show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're not yeah, racist. Yeah, they're racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my but, but no, my research because they it was in the context of them talking about like feminism on the show, but they really love the show and they think you're great. And then someone's like, No, 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 I know him, he's Indian. And I like I I I I got really fired up about it for some reason, and not out of anger, but I was like, maybe I'll make a fake account and maybe I'll say Oh my god. Yeah. Well, and maybe I'll say you you're transform wrong. into an egg. There's an emotion. Yeah. <laughs> my face started to smush and just like a flat yeah. landscape. I think there's an emotion that we have haven't named yet which is like it's like when you have knowledge that the other person doesn't and you know you're right and they don't know you're right and you're getting ready to drop the fucking right. hammer that is such a good feeling and I don't there's no word for it and I'm sure the Germans have one but I don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the Germans have one. but I love that yeah. but the problem is even that is subjective because you know the Germans thought they had good knowledge about something yeah. and turned out they weren't right yeah. they, they called that Monday 
Well, did you hear? Did you hear the This American Life that came out a couple of weeks ago, where they talked about how when people who are uh, faced with an alternative view about an opinion that might make no sense, like if I say no, the world is flat, and someone comes to them and says no, here's here's a satellite picture of the Earth, they're more likely to double down yes, on their it's confirmation view. bias. It's called confirmation right, bias. Then to yeah. like b- then to believe what you say. What so is we're confirmation all confirmation bias. No, confirmation bias is just the idea that once you have an idea and you're like this is correct you'll only seek out information that like uh reinforces the belief you have and if you get any information that doesn't reinforce it you're like well that's completely wrong and i I think i think that's fucking great news don't you because (laughs) no 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 i mean for real like that is the god particle that we've been looking for because that lets us all off the hook don't you fucking start I want to understand. No, just so, well, they already well, found the god part. I'm about to explain we it. We spent That's hours the... writing this show. It'll come back around. If, <laughs> if, if, if it is instinctive to primates to do that, which I would applaud because primates should not automatically just go, ooh, I think I'll do this. Oh, you said that. I'll do that. If, if that is a thing that we have to overcome, then we all get to just say, okay, that's a thing that happens to me. Because I experience it every fucking day. It, when, when I read a, a, an essay about how the misogyny of Pirates of the Caribbean 2, Beyond the Pearl it of the... It's so sexist, it's, it's, it's like, like because the, it doesn't help that the person is not funny, is never funny. Anyone who's going to write that article is like a fucking, like, like just joyless... And, and uh, they're not one of the good ones. They're not one of the good but, ones. But overriding that is like my sense of like, you know, I always, always feel that triggered, that hinge, that safety valve that goes like, oh, are you telling me that now this is going to be that? Fuck that! <laughs> so Where's it end? What is Where's it, it end? What, then, it, what are we going to do? What does it take is for Michael you? Is Michael Sarah going to play Shaft? Uh, that would no be great. No one's calling for that. Uh, that would, would be so that. great. Uh, what would it, what does it take for you to change your mind about something generally? Uh, uh, to be fucking May honest I with you, the reason for my uh, uh, enthusiasm for you, it takes it takes acquiescence. It takes it takes positivity. It okay. takes. That's why I was so adamant about like what what can we what can we figure out about like the way you approach things because I have never in my in in the in the years that I have known you I'm positive that if I was ever going to exhibit characteristics or thoughts or ideals or semantic flurbs that that would possibly trigger you, I definitely probably threw them toward you at some point. <laughs> I'm sure they've floated down some stream toward you. And you've never made it my problem and you've never yeah. you've never all never capitulated. You've never we're not we don't we don't we don't drink together every night. We're not like blood brothers and pinky swear brothers and and let's let's agree to to, to alter each other's reality brothers. You're just you're a virtual stranger to me. <laughs> With that, that just is impeccable with their word. Leave it, Dan. Fucking uh, leave it. And 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 invites people upward, upward. Like like, oh, like you, when you say like, here is a list of ways that you can tell people that they're a good person without telling them how they look. And you, there is nothing in that communique that suggests to you that you're a defective unit. 
We yes. like you, we like you so you, there's, much, Emily. There's everything in that communique that suggests to you that you have a, an ability to repair yourself and, and evolve upward. So you always feel like you're winning. In video games... We wouldn't play video games if every... Like, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. You fuck off. Yeah. Oh, you, you fucked up. Start over. <laughs> Start the fuck what over. What happens in video games, and the reason people are addicted to them is because that is the effect that video yeah. games have on people. They go, they go, congratulations on running across this log a thousand times. That's a very good analogy. Like, like, that's actually a really great analogy. Here's a, here's a diagram you can use to make a sword that kills ghouls better. Yeah. Like, 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 oh, my like, God. Like, like, there's yeah. nothing. No one ever says you're killing ghouls wrong I'm gonna rape you that's cause I'm playing you I'm use pl the word rape as a metaphor you're, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna stop you. listening to your podcast <laughs> that's so true cause I'm playing Arkham Knight right now and it, it was so horrible it's like uh, you're Batman and you can't find your way out of this police station you're fucking Batman what are you doing Get it it's together. not like that no. but that's interesting what Emily's really good at and what you said earlier Am is I dying <laughs> I feel like I don't know you have imminent, imminent death syndrome. Yeah, we, we have some bad news, Emily. Oh, Emily, you died in 9-11. Yes. yes. Your test results just came back. You died in 9-11. What you're really good at is keeping your and eye you on... And you didn't work in the buildings. Yeah. <laughs> Why was I there? You were one that's of the pilots. Your, you were one arc. of the pilots. What do you think the fucking arc is? Oh, no. Yeah. I love my dad. Okay, go ahead. Well, well I think you is always keeping your eye on the prize and getting what you want to get out of an interaction. For instance, like if I'm, uh, if we're supposed to fly on a flight, like, and this really happened, and they Emily, they checked Emily, and they're like, "Oh no, we bumped you to the next flight," and I'm like, "That is, I'll get like self righteous. I'll get like, this is wrong, this is immoral, this is not good. Fucking fix it." And Emily's like, Emily will befriend them and talk to them nicely. I dare you and to then, be like, better, she says, and then get them to and her like. This was a couple weeks ago. Emily was supposed to have some surgery. And they called and they were like, oh, we can't do it anymore. And I'd taken the week off. She'd taken the week off to do it. And I was like, give me their number. I will talk to them. And she's like, that's the worst idea. Yeah, I have an HBO show. <laughs> I am pretty good you're supposed to cut my wife open and fix her insides. And I demand yeah. you do it when you're supposed to do it. And what? I don't care if you're stressed out or angry while you're cutting her open. What Emily did was, yeah. You don't want waiters to spit in your food and you don't want the doctor angry and yeah, you want the performance really surgery. Really but what Emily did was she's like, okay, hung up the phone, was like angry and sort of dealt with it and then called back, befriended the person <laughs> on the phone and got the Might job done. Yeah. It, it got it, 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 it happened. My technique never works. No, not one. <laughs> and you keep doing it. It's calling it a technique is really overstated. I've had to, I have to pull you away from stuff. I have to like pull you away from yelling and screaming and raging at... Well, I, I don't do that all the time. Certainly not. I, but I don't, seriously. Just when, no, no, just when things fuck up. Well, <laughs> you're making me sound like a horrible person. No, you're a wonderful person. It's we like when that. something happens that I feel like I have this thing where I want everyone to do their job right. And if they don't do it right, then I get like, I'm, I get a little indignant and yes, I get self-righteous and I'm like, this is your job. Because that's always do what it gets right. you but the it, results you but, need. Because <laughs> you feel like if you don't do something about something, people are going to fuck you over. Yes, and I have that thing since a kid, because I was, you know, bullied as a kid. I'm like, this fucking person's bullying me. I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah, but we don't live in that too. world anymore. Nobody ever, there's a, there's examples of fucking like dumb archetypes of like, hey, listen, you a fucking 
primarily fictional. The tr- and, and, and the important thing is, if you start to apply this idea of like, oh, actually, I'm just going to be chill, it's important to note, like, you're once you're chill, you're going to get... there's going to be all kinds of people getting away with all kinds of shit. Yes. But letting them get away with it and walking around them, walking away from them, you're going to end up getting farther, faster than anybody. I literally picture it like The Sims. Like, have you guys played The Sims? Come on. Come on! Sims, people, where you at? Where you have those, like, gauges over your head, those little, like, bars over your head that tell you, like, this is how hungry you are, this is how whatever. Like, that's how much power you have. And... For me to like let someone else make me that angry over yeah. something that they they genuinely can't do anything about, that's me giving them my power. Yeah. I don't want to give them my fucking power. That's mine. You don't do, get to have do that. Do you want to give up your ease is what yeah. my therapist keeps saying. Do you want to give up your ease? Yeah. Like you've worked hard to be at yes. ease. At do you want to give that to do this you, fucking Who deserves guy? that? This person on Twitter doesn't deserve it. This like this poor lady who was just giving me bad news at the doctor's office didn't deserve it. And also, if I befriend her, she helped me out. But uh, I always think of it like you have a certain amount of cake that you have to give to people you have cake you have delicious wonderful cake you can give it out but if you're not interacting with people that give you eggs and milk and flour and vanilla Um, you don't get to make any more cake cake analogies even better that's a good metaphor I like that a lot yeah so you can run out of fucking cake if yeah, you're not you can hanging out with people. run out of cake. You don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah, that's do great. That. That's have... terrifying, actually. I'm, I'm afraid now I have a lot of phone calls to make <laughs> to, to egg, egg people and flower people. First of all, Aaron, in. sorry. Um, Give me more eggs. I don't want to jinx things, but this is not only my favorite episode of the podcast, this has been the favorite two hours of my life. Uh, the We should also, like... Christen it with uh, that felt that felt fake. Just that you know, did that felt, felt real fake. fake. Felt no fake. more, no more. It's his favorite. Uh, and it's now, your now fault. it sucks. You, you made took it the suck. cake and you kept the eggs. You're all, uh, you're a bunch of dirty egg people. They wanted to be part of the favorite episode. That's racist. Well, which, I mean, we got, we got, we got, yeah, we got a little. So God, I'm crossing my fingers. Are we? Do we have the right combination? Of, do we have the right number of people to just play Shadowrun? Do we have to fucking like get complicated? Let's just fucking it? roll the bones, baby. Spencer, uh, I think. I think we um, we we have we got Demorge back there and uh, yeah. Let's bring Demorge Brown out right now. Demorge. Demorge Brown. And Demorge is uh, numerical. Demorge, huh? here we can put these together. You sit in the middle. Wait, so who's gonna fuck Demorge if he sits right there? I. Uh, I think we're yeah we're getting a mic right Zach. Right. I have a uh, I have a revolutionary idea if we uh, assuming that we that like I would have somebody else play Jim Nightblade and I I could play like NPC characters. Uh, who does a good Bruce Willis? <laughs> no one. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. <laughs> Can you do a good Bruce Willis? Ben? No, it'd be it'd definitely be Demorge I would assume, but. Uh, now, Camille, how long okay. has it it's been? How, Camille, how long has it been since you played Doctor Friend? Only there's, once, there's like a thousand years ago. Played Doctor Friend the first time. Yeah. You, you know that uh, Curtis there's Armstrong has played your character with great aplomb and alacrity. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> He's okay. <laughs> He's just light. I hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> we're all we're all light. 
You know what? All right. So who's who's familiar with my character? I I, I would like like uh, I will I want to like play NPCs and have somebody somebody play Jim Knight. Yeah, you play Jim Nightblade, Demarge. What so does playing pigeonhole NPCs you. mean? I Spencer, calm down. It just usually they're. It means I'm taking the episode off, man. Come out. That I sounds like you should great. Take my mic. Don't. Yeah, I'm not, just a non-player. Or, yeah, they're not. Or Emily played. could play Mercy, and I could play Jim. I also can they, just make comments on things as they go, <laughs> and not play a oh, character. Oh wait, no, wait. The, isn't there? Wait, if it, the the number should work out. If Is Dan it? gives up his character, yeah, yeah. Oh, you play Jim Knightley. There you go. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Just talk, talk like Bruce Willis, oh, and and go with your gut. <laughs> and, yeah, Emily. Wait. Emily, you're a badass. You're a, oh, you does another mic okay. coming, Ben. You're kind of a shoot first, ask questions later. You story. sure? Okay. okay. Why? Because you're Mainer. Wait, but on, oh. it's muted. All hell's broken loose here at Meltdown Comics. He doesn't need to be on camera. That's that's um. All right, Harmon is relocating over by Spencer. Dustin, everybody, Dustin. Dustin Marshall. Can you pass this to Ben? Thank you, Mr. Martin. All right, Spencer, do we have a guest? I'll do sound effects. Do we have a guest uh, recapper for us tonight? Yeah, I think his name's Eben Burgoon. Woo! Woo! Best cookies in the biz. That's an amazing name. That's a good name. All Is right. that an actual guy from Shadowrun? <laughs> yeah. He's a Shadowrun reference. Last time on Harmontown. Tiptoeing past piles of dead bodies with Baldwin Brown's BTL chip research in hand, the posse exited the hospital, joined by their controversial new frenemy, Jesse Yellowman. From the safety of Dr. Friend's Force Shield, or Force 5 shimmering Force Energy wall, Nightblade took the time to taunt the remaining guards with rude gestures before joining the party in their escape. There, among piles of broken and suspiciously used Roombas, rehydrated pizza crust, and empty, empty aluminum Sputnik 1 cans, the party listened to Brown and Yellowman's turncoat proposal. However, the reward of owing the party three in exchange for the betrayal of their employers created a rift. Hortigard and Nightblade heatedly argued with Mercy and Dr. Friend over remuneration, reputation, and the code of ethics of Shadowrunners. As the argument reached its fever pitch, Nightblade seized the chance to surprise and turn the tables on Yellowman, only to be sent to the ground by his top-notch evasive dupe, robo-judo moves. Who's on the side of cause and who's on the side of cash? Will Jim and the gang have to dance before Yellowman's non-laser razor blades, or will cooler heads prevail? Let's find out now on Shadowrun Harmontown time. Eben Guberman. Um, Eben Guberman. I have one question. Okay. <laughs> I have a thousand, but you I go have first. Millions. Did you say aluminium? Uh, it was. It was hyphenated. It was very clear which pron- uh, syllables were meant to be stressed. Uh, the British. Aluminium. Um, I think Dan, you should play your character. Yeah, Emily and I should split this so no that there's someone that who knows what's going character. on. No, I on, think no, so. No back and forth. Just yes, and it. Come on. <laughs> I'm. Do- I'm doing. Uh, Emily, you're. You're you're playing a uh, this, you wrote a book about self-esteem for women. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm uniquely qualified. You're playing a character that just failed to stun Batana guy that now has compromised you. You're a bounty hunter and you talk like Bruce Willis. So so we we had we had said no to Jesse Elliman's uh, proposal. Oh yeah, uh, Nightblade jumped the gun and stun batoned him. Well, he tried to. We didn't succeed. Are we all in the same room right now? Yeah, you're all in uh, Nightblade's apartment. Okay, I I approach Jesse. Uh, he's got a stun baton. He's holding it towards you uh, menacingly. Uh, Horgard throws his alpha assault rifle and points it in his direction. All right. All right. Uh, using using my charisma, mm-hmm. my exceptional charisma. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jesse. Sorry, Jim's going through some stuff. Can we can we talk? Uh, I I don't know. Why don't you all put your weapons down? Maybe we could talk with weapons. Not out. All right, I like that, guys. Can we put our can we put our weapons kind of down? He puts the baton down first. May I ask you a question? Am I stunned? What's my situation right now? You are not stunned. You're just disarmed right now. You're just done. You, you went for. <laughs> Do not compliment my looks. <laughs> you may. You may. Hey, I would love to. Fuck your ideas. Sorry. <laughs> Very sorry. Take that out. Can we? He's not. He's not a fuck guy. He's not a fuck guy. Not a fuck guy. He's reading it right off the sheet, though. That's I'm sorry. What <laughs> yeah, that's my character. I'm sorry, Spencer. So I have been disarmed. I've, I've been What's disarmed. her name? Uh, Jim Nightblade. Jim. That's Nightblade. Yeah. So basically, what happened is like two seconds before we started, you're like, huh, and then failed utterly, and then he grabbed the stub baton out of your hand. So let's everyone, let's put our weapons down. Let's okay. put our weapons down. On three. Down. Mine's yeah. already down. You I'll count. Say, all right. Is everyone on? One, two, three. Weapons no. down. Okay. <laughs> I was already. <laughs> All right. Can I just take a moment to say this. This world is crazy. It's <laughs> like in any other situation, we'd be best friends, and here we are fighting. So. But wasn't wasn't uh, Jim Nightblade? Wasn't your whole point about not uh, agreeing with uh, Jesse Elliman that we have to obey our own code of ethics? We should follow through on the original plan, right? Everybody's got a code. Uh, I'm gonna fire my grapple gun no. and, and try to escape it. I'm trying to escape. Are you Hudson Hawking this? Yeah, I'm Hudson the fuck Hawking this. I'm out. No, no, we're talking to this person. Okay, I, I tried to I tried to fire my grapple gun to get to escape, merely to escape. It's your apartment. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to escape. Firing the grapple gun out your window. <laughs> It hits a nearby rooftop and <laughs> holds fast. Uh, n- n- Nightblade, Nightblade, before you, before you, uh, before you bone out of your own apartment, leave us holding the bag here. Uh, yes. Four seconds ago, you tried, to, you tried to fucking karate chop this guy, and now you're, now you're just, you're just taking leave. I don't. I don't take orders. Okay. I don't take orders from anybody. We're not giving you orders. No, he asked to put out my gun, so I'm out. So you just leave it. Okay. This is your house. Yeah. 
All right. Okay. Give me a reason to stay. Give me a reason to stay. Why do? Uh, leaving Let's... makes no sense. Spencer, Spencer, how close is Eve Libertine to uh, to to Jesse? Uh, three to five feet. Um, it's okay. I. Uh... What did you want to hear? That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, what was the correct distance? No. I, uh, I, I fire my ex shocker at Jesse Yellowman as I'm sticking with Jim Nightblade's original plan of knocking this guy down. Yeah. Wait, so yeah. we basically all decided to put our weapons down, and as soon as the bad guy put his weapon down, we all no, I, pulled our weapons you, back mine's up. Mine's not a weapon. Mine is a means of escape. That's it. Great. I, I, I fire my ex shocker right at him uh, as, as hard as uh, one might. What's your pistol skill? My pistol skill. <laughs> Time. Hold up, uh, it's a uh, six. Six. Oh wow! Look at that. You have an app? I got. I, yeah, there's too many dice in this game. I need an app. Okay. With his robot-like reflexes, he dodges to the side. Son of a shocker! Shit. Shocker bolts plug into the walls. Okay, here I, we go. I, I put my gun back down. I go just fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> just, just trying to have a good time. I, and I, I, I play along. That was funny, dude. That was funny. Uh, Hortigard, Hortigard, with your innate reflexes and combat senses, you feel some shit's gonna go down. You're the only person with the reflexes fast enough to react before he uses his crazy reflexes to do fast things. I've got crazy reflexes. Yep. Well, you did. That's why you went earlier. Okay, good. Uh, I draw, uh, again, the Alpha Assault Rifle, which is loaded also with shock rounds, and shoot him with shock rounds, or shoot them in his direction. All right. All right, that one, you get him. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> okay. What is the uh, Norwegians would say? Hiya! <laughs> you hit him square in the chest, and you see electricity ripple through his body. <laughs> You hit him strongly in his chest, and he's knocked back a couple feet just by the impact of the blow, and as the electricity flows through him, he crumples to the floor, as if in cardiac arrest. I released the grapple from the roof next door. I'm back. I'll stay. I'll stay. I'll stay. Uh, Hodegaard would like to... That's perfect. That was a perfect sound. Uh, Hodegaard consulting the group quickly. People, is there anything that we need to derive from this person? Is there any reason to keep him uh, around? Doctor Friend it, would. Uh, wait, are we talking about killing him? Is, is that it, what you mean? Is Baldwin, is, is Baldwin Brown in the room too? No. Do we just have Jesse? Yep. Um, well, priorities. We, do, we, we we have all the BTL chips, right? Uh, what? Do we have all the, the BTLs? You came stuff? for research. You have the research. Oh, we have the research, I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't want to metagame, but who's is, Jesse's just a guy we ran into. Yeah, he was working for someone who is trying to dissuade you from your mission. How about this? I have, I have a pitch, you guys. We Kill uh, him? No, 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 hold up. Uh, <laughs> Two pizza guys, four no, hours, I, I, one girl. I, I, I prefer the non-lethal if I can. Because we've chosen not to betray our original employer... Let's take this guy, bound and gagged, take him back to our original employer and show show of faith how badass we are and show him that this guy that wanted to uh, to underdo us. I like that idea. So all he wanted I to do like was it. dissuade us and so we he wanted to talk. He was to trying to give us this whole play that like it would, it would be more moral to to Okay, to, so then we we shocked him and now we're going to tie him up. Yes. <laughs> and if and this is a movie, I know who the bad guys are. <laughs> 
Kumail, you haven't been here for a long time. Man. All right. A lot of fucking shit's gone down. Fucking let's tie him up and take him back. All right. I'm into it. You guys into it? Uh, do we have some sort of... Uh, I do. I have rope. I, I take some rope out and I, uh, and I, and I hogtie that dude. I dress, Are I we all on board with good. this? As long as the bag is neutral, galvanically neutral, I'm as, not touching that shocking as, thing. As long as everything that we're doing requires a lot of sound effects, I'm... Yeah, how does it sound? All right, we tie him up. Let's tie him up. <laughs> yes. And we gag him. <laughs> I call well, it... I, 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 I zip up and unzip my jacket, and I unfurl my ponytail. <laughs> I, uh... I, I open I up Jim. I open up Jim Night Jim Nightblade's uh, uh, shed, like, a little like a utility th- a cabin that he has in his place. I start a lawnmower. I start a lawnmower. <clears throat> and while the while the lawnmower is rolling and going, I start a chainsaw too. And then I start farting like crazy. Cliffhanger! All right, well, that was... All right. <laughs> Demorge Brown, Aaron McGathy, Spencer Crittenden, Kumail Nanjiani, Morgan Freeman's a piece of shit, but we love Emily Vance Gordon. I'm Jeff Davis. Your mayor is Mr. Dan Harmon, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. Comic-Con, Comic-Con, we're at Comic-Con Sunday night. Comic-Con, come down to San Diego, next Harmontown. We'll be down in the, at the uh, Chin Roof in the Gasland District. Camille's got a plug? Meltdown is coming on at Comedy Central. That's right. June 30th at 1230 a.m., which is a, a slot we really fought for. Tuesdays, Tuesday night, 1230 a.m., starting June 30th. Uh, also, um, feel free to flame uh, Emily Gordon up at Emily V. Gordon on uh, Twitter. And uh, if you play Mortal Kombat with Kumail, he's going to say some horrible shit to you. Drive fast, take chances, everybody. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, 
But the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 